What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me, as always, is Tom Shelby. Hello. Special guest, number one super fan, Corey. Corey, what's your your last name? Rattan. What? Rattan. Rattan. Yeah. Corey, I got another (laughs) question for you. Uh, What's my last name? Uh, (laughs) I know this. I just always forget it. Literally just said it. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> every week we it doesn't get, matter. Every week we get together, talk about video games and stuff, and basically do whatever we want. All right. So, I guess we'll start it off. This is actually a trivia question that I just looked up today because uh, someone else bigger than us made a mistake. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Sure. Yes. All right. In what year... Okay. In what year was the first Tony Hawk Pro Skater game released. Oh, fuck. You just showed us this. Uh, I want to say 1990... Oh, I was going to say 1998, but I think that's... 99. Tom's correct. 99? Oh, I was so close. I only know because of what you showed us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Tom, once again, two weeks running, you have... Let me finish power. Fuck yes. And also, do you have something that you want to plug at the end of the show? Of course I do. Okay. Skullgirls. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Corey. Yes. You have been... You have listened to us throughout most of the run of this show. For a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's... I've been listening for about a year-ish, yeah. maybe. Uh, you are perhaps our most stalwart companion. I've actually referred to you as our as my favorite fan. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's go into go into it first. Corey, for those that don't know, has a YouTube channel, has a Twitch. Uh, the YouTube is kind of taken a back seat re- recently because but, uh, because Corey's having a baby. Congratulations, Corey. A child. But Corey does uh, guides, I guess more specifically like trophy achievement guides for East Asia Soft. His uh his trophy collection is enormous. It's frightening. Yeah. yeah. It's like how does one man do that? Very carefully. Yeah. With a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> and dedication. You can't forget a lot of dedication. Like a lot of these look, there are times where I've decided that I wanted to platinum a game. <coughs> and like twice, right? Yeah. Well <laughs> okay, the first time it happened it was just it just kinda happened. The second time I actually sought to platinum the game, it was Diablo 3 on uh, PS4. That's a time-consuming one. Yeah. It is. I, like, I never actually finished that. Every time since, yeah. I've been like, I'm going to platinum this game. You and, I'm, and I'm just like, you know what? I give up. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like... <laughs> well, what I, what I actually wanted to ask you, Corey, is that, like, you platinum a tremendous amount of games. Like, I see you every few days on Twitter. Platinum number three, whatever, you know? Um... So I know you play just a ton of games, Absolutely. but like, I can't pinpoint like what genres you really like because you you have like just a crazy amount of different kinds that you're you're constantly playing and and to, to completion, you know. Um, yeah. So is there is there stuff that you prefer, or is it just kind of whatever? Uh, it, it's it's mostly just whatever. Yeah. I mean, comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Is is mostly uh, JRPGs, shooters, or yeah. Platform. You do seem to speak more <laughs> passionately about that. Like I saw you were talking about like sword art 
and some other stuff while quite a while back. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, what's um, uh, what's the most difficult one that you've that you've done recently? Recently. Uh... Well, Corey ruminates on that. Could you click that? Tom's driving me insane. You don't want to <laughs> add more people? No. Okay. All right. That's a that's a good question. Um, I don't even remember what current ones I've gotten recently. I mean, just a couple that, days ago, I finished just that many. It yeah, is I quite Final quite a Fantasy bit. Fantasy Type Zero. Oh yeah, I just saw that Final Fantasy Type Zero. That's a, that's a that's one you, good you one. like quite a lot. Well, oh, was... I mean, I was excited <laughs> for it. I played very little of it. Oh yeah, I thought I thought you were like it, that one. It was definitely darker tone for Final Fantasy, like a lot darker tone. Yeah, only M rated Final Fantasy. It's cause, yeah. It's, okay. Is so there far. is there blood in that game? There is. Is there yeah. is there is there swear words in that game? Mm, I don't no, I think so. But there's like bloody I dead chocobo like, right I at think the beginning. Like damn and ass and. Oh man, this, I that think that's the extent of it. Full throttle. Are there boobs yeah, in that right? game? Well, I mean, there's boobs in every game. I mean, maybe not. I guess that's technically that's true. Deep, there's but... no boobs in Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure somewhere, some someone somewhere has made Tetris some sort boobs? of mod yeah. for Tetris. Where there's the gotta boobs be boobs. <laughs> so what? Uh, I feel like when you undertake something like that, it's kind of it starts somewhere, right? I feel like there is a day where you were just like, you know what? I'm gonna start doing this for every game that I play ever. Like, what made you decide that you were just going to start platinum games like that? Uh, the first the first one I ever did was Modern Warfare 2. It's a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just got my PS3, and I would play online with all my friends after school. And uh, me and my one buddy decided we were going to do all the Spec Ops missions. And then we managed to get them all done on veteran and then Couple I decided to get the rest killers. of the, I decided to get the rest of the trophies and then I got all of them in Borderlands because I love that game so much. Christ. How did you and, <laughs> That seems so like <laughs> insane, like insanely daunting cause And then Well see I think that's I, where it starts though like really liking the game that you're playing. Sure. That well, exactly. you just want to get as much out of it as you can. Yeah. Which, um, that's the whole purpose of trophies. Well, I mean, like, I've got a friend, John, who, like, his only platinum, I believe, other than Diablo, his only platinum is uh, Fallout 3. Okay. Oh, wow. Such a but he fucking loves Fallout, you know? So he wanted to get as much out of it as he could. Sure. Uh, and he I, does He does not platinum any games. He platinums very, very few games, you yeah. know? But uh, Corey, did you get a PS3 before they started doing trophies? No. Okay. I had it, they started trophies in, what, 2008? Something like that. Yeah. And I got one Christmas of 2009. Because so. I was wondering if I was wondering if like you would go back and game. yeah. Because uh, does I was... it infuriate you when you buy an old PS3 game that doesn't have trophies? Yeah. Mm, nah. No. My uh, buddy just lent me Legendary. It doesn't have trophies. Never even heard of it. But I'm I'm gonna play it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Sure you will. Yeah. <laughs> when when <laughs> they patch in trophies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like because I no, feel like I, there's an addiction to that that sound, right? That you're never gonna hear that sound when you're playing Legendary, man. You know, see, I'm with you on this, Ryan. Though, like, I've disabled achievement notifications on Steam. I've disabled trophy notifications on PS4. 
Because there I'm are done. times when it's like you get a trophy at a very significant moment, yeah, and sure. it just kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, you know. I've done so a couple of times, like with Journey. Yeah. Uh, exactly, Journey. You don't want that shit. Um, is that a cat back there or a dog? No, no, it's it's my dog rolling around on the bed. And I can't get him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, it. But yeah, I've I've disabled a few. Uh, Gone Home was another one where oh, yeah, I, I just would played it and disabled too. trophies. Actually, just all notifications. So I had did you do the speed the run in that? I did the one minute one because why not? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, didn't bother with getting like all the things in ten minutes. Right. Because once again, it's one of those games where it was an experience. I didn't want to ruin the experience sure, by sure. trophy hunting it. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's an extent to where I'll I'll stop. Dude, I was so bad last so generation on 360. Like, I would buy games specifically because they had easy achievements. Uh, Terminator Salvation, King Kong, <laughs> things like that. I Disgusting. But, like, I, to be fair, Terminator Salvation was pretty fun. Okay. King Kong, not played. so much. <laughs> I, uh, I used to... I had a 360 when it released. Yeah. But gamer score just never interested me. I would play a game and then I'd go back to playing whatever MMO I was playing on the computer at the time. Yeah. Mostly MapleStory. <laughs> I mean, trophies, I, I like the, because you got the trophy level, and I like the level, you know? I like seeing the level go up. Yeah, it's always something to look forward to. Yeah. In and I mean, platinum trophies are more exciting than a thousand gamer score. Absolutely they are. Uh, Xbox started doing this thing where when you get a really, really rare achievement, yeah. instead of it just showing up as an achievement, like it's a little diamond. A little diamond shows up on oh. the screen with a little oh, yeah. animation. Uh, That's seen. dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I like it. Yeah. It, 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 it makes me feel good, you know? Um, yeah, like I remember the, when I first got the 360 and uh, the achievement notification popped up, I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like what what is that? And then uh and I was like and I had no idea what it was at first. And I was like how do I like because no one ever just, that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that and I don't remember seeing anything about that in like the uh the press releases about that game or not that game about that system. Uh but like yeah, it's kind they of I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, they didn't oh, think exactly. people would care about it as much. Yeah, but people kind of went crazy for it. Oh yeah, I mean even, I mean Eventually. Uh, Xbox did it before PlayStation, right? They, I believe they did it before Steam. Yeah. I think so. I, I remember Steam not having achievements for a very long time. Yeah. I think it was somewhere in the 2010s that they started that. I feel like no one... I, I could be wrong, but I've always heard that like the general consensus is like, no one cares about Steam achievements. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard someone... I mean, I know people that do. All the achievements. I care more about my my Steam level, which is kind of sad because you you basically just pay for that. You know what are you talking about? Like your Steam level, like okay, so your PSN level is is based on your trophies, right? Right. Whereas on Steam, it's based off of like how many things that you've crafted with the Steam trading cards, which like you you can get you know four or five, sometimes six out of a game for free from random drops, but like. You you are either trading or purchasing the rest of those. So like your Steam level is basically how much money are you willing to spend? And for <laughs> me, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. As you hey, buy like fifty games a month, dude. 
if if you think about it, that's how PSN has turned into. Considering I'm, you look at the right places, you'll get a thirty minute platinum trophy for twenty bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I bought my name is Mayo, you know. Yeah, but that was a. I felt real dirty about it. Yeah, that's like one of the ones in my trophy list that I don't show that I hide (laughs) because I don't want people to see it. You know, but uh, I I was about to say yeah, but that's a dollar forty nine. But that's in Canada and not the states. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was like fifty cents or a buck here. Yeah, there's a game called uh, Black and White Bushido. It's uh, twenty bucks. Yeah. It'll take you like 15 minutes to platinum it. Wow. Yeah, that's a game where you're paying essentially just for the trophies. But is it fun? Yeah, is it a good game? That's a pretty cool name. I don't know. All I know is it's some 2D thing. That's that's it. Yeah. It's one of those games I'm never going to buy. I'll buy it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, what was that game that we were talking about a few weeks ago? That uh, like it was like five star something something. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. A thousand top rated? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That they actually took down, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a thousand <clears throat> top rated because turns out it it had something to do with they were, like, advertising their website yeah, yeah. in the game, and they also advertised the world's fastest platinum, and Sony didn't like that, apparently. Yeah, like, the description <laughs> is basically, like, get this platinum very easily. Yeah, exactly. But, like, people know that My Name is Mayo is that. You know? Yeah. I guess you're just not allowed to say it. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those open secrets, like, kind of like how, like, pro wrestling is fake, but they never say that it's fake. Shuhei was just, like, not on my watch. Yeah. (laughs) Not happening. No one shall tell of free trophies on my watch. Uh, Corey, do you have a a PlayStation Now subscription? No. Because you can get some more trophies out of that. (laughs) I don't know if you know that. for a hundred dollars a year? Yeah, for a hundred dollars a year, you get a thousand trophies. A, a thousand trophies. It's not a bad deal. I think the the biggest problem I mean, with PlayStation might. Now is the latency. Yeah, sure. Um, no, I'll, I'll just stick to free PS Plus games. Right on. Yeah. For for that. You wait. I'm assuming you probably already have the platinum for Second Son. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's that- one of the free ones this month. That was one of the first games I picked up when I bought my PS4. Me too. Same, same. Super easy platinum. It it was a very disappointing game. I liked it. Like it wasn't as good as the other infamous games. It, but like it had some good ideas. One of the things I didn't like about it is Delson. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But I but I really love Augustine though. Like I like Augustine a lot. That it essentially felt like they made Delson out to be where his character, his characteristics, I can't speak today, um, pretty much clashed if you went for a, the good karma playthrough. It just did not work. His personality was too terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, if you go, like, the bad guy playthrough, it gets a little bit too dark, I think. No, because you want to feel that sleaze. Yeah, I mean, it makes uh, sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you try to be good, and he's still an asshole, and it's like, oh, okay. Is how a about, badass the heart of uh, gold? Was it yeah, a, how about I be a bad guy, and then it all just makes sense? I think, was I, it Brian Altano that said Second Son is about getting rocks out of your grandma's legs? <laughs> it is. 
It's basically, that's like that's why he goes into the, goes into the city to get those rocks out of Grandma's yeah. legs. Here's the thing, though, is I started trying to do the bad guy playthrough. Yeah, and you I, have to do both for the platinum. The thing is yeah. that I had to stop because once it got to the part where spoilers, if you haven't played it yet, uh, where it got to the part where like Delson and Fetch murder a dude like on camera. Oh yeah, yeah. and oh, then yeah. they make out right afterwards. I was like, that's uh, nah, I can't. It's hot, man. It's nah, and, but. I- the I hero was Reggie. Would... That's what. That's yeah, point. exactly. No. That that was sad when he died. Yeah. Spoilers. I don't know. I like that... Travis Willingham, but like Augustine, which oddly enough, I don't know who played Augustine. That was that was a good character. They well, uh, they shouldn't have departed from Cole. No, they should they, not have. Did, they should I, not have. I haven't played. You can get that jacket though. I haven't played the 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 first two Infamous games in a very long time, but I remember <laughs> Cole talking. Talking like this. Do you sound like this? I mean, I mean he's had kind of, of a generic voice. Yeah. What was his name? Cole Train. No. Cole, Cole McGrath. Cole, Cole McGrath. Cole Bloodbath <laughs> McGrath. That's a that's a Mountain Dew swilling name if I ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like think about like the competition for that was like prototype. Yes. And Infamous is like far and away oh, superior it's, it's to just prototype. Vastly superior. Yeah. I, I, I tried to play prototype i've never played them tried to play it like a month ago first one doesn't hold up i i i I couldn't i was like oh great another new york open world i played it for like an hour i was like oh yeah Yeah. maybe one day i got like in like an hour into prototype 2 but then i was just like "Eh, this sucks and i just turned it off (laughs) you know i tried going back and playing recently uh darksiders Mm. And like the I, first Darksiders, I just can't get into. But so I'm like, well, maybe I should just play two. Maybe I'll like two. Yeah. But I don't know. What What about Darksiders? Didn't you like? I don't know. Like it's it ticks all the right boxes, but like the there's just something good, about it. The exploration like, is good. Exactly. It's like, like war. Go- it's like war is kind of a lame no. character, sure. But like no more lame than like Kratos, and I love those games. You know. Do you like it's Mark like- Hamill doing his Joker voice in that game? Yeah, uh, the- it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's very obviously Joker voice. Yeah, but yeah. I uh, this is back when it released, and my friend told me I should play it. And the only way he described it to me is God of War and Zelda had a drunk night, made a baby, and that's what happened. Yeah, and that's the perfect description <laughs> for it. Like exactly, I still I have friends that are like, "This is not like Zelda at all," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's very it's much like Zelda." Much yeah, exactly. Zelda. Yeah. Like, even, like, the progression is very similar, yeah. like, the level design is similar, um, like, the open, like, the, the sections between, like, the dungeons is similar. The new one looks, looks cool. With, uh, what's her name? Fury. Fury, yeah. Yeah, they, they're gonna take that in more of a Dark Souls direction, I guess. Oh, Ryan will like that. Yeah, I'll, Where, I'll, in, I'll... instead of fighting four, maybe five guys at once, it'll be one or two, and you'll... The combat will be a lot slower than the previous two, and uh, you know I, I like that about. And it's nowhere near on the level of Dark Souls, but like uh, I like that about Hellblade. Like just a couple guys, two, three at a time. Yeah, I I still have yet to play that. Oh my god, so good, dude! That game, it's... Corey. I swear to God, dude, that game is that game is fucking art. Look, here's the thing, though. What you have to remember, and we've talked to, to Corey about this before, uh, not on the show, about uh, the cost of games here. Yeah, yeah there. It's a thirty dollars game here, thirty bucks. But there, it's, it's probably what forty, forty-five. Four, yeah, no, it's forty. Yeah, that's damn full retail. Yeah. Like, NAC, yeah. NAC two is 
Fifty bucks. Back two out tomorrow. That game looks the next fun. day. I pretty fun. No, so I, I played the first neck. I will not be burned again. Fuck you, Mark so, Cerny. So many people didn't like that, and I played it. I enjoyed it. I thought I've been hearing good things about that. I've been hearing good things about it. I beat it. Here's the thing. You can't make a mascot platformer in which the mascot is, like, not even a character. Knack has no personality. He's a Knack. Gameplay, I'm fine with the gameplay. I actually kind of like the gameplay. He's like the Noid, you know? Look Look at Kratos. They tried to make him sort of a mascot around PS2. He had no personality. Yes, he did. It was just a personality people hated. Just very yelly. Yeah. He's a very yelly personality. And I was about to say, Calliope. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, I feel like that kind of character, it played in the mid-2000s. Like, that was the thing, right? Because that was also around the... Because God of War... The first God of War came out, like, a year or two before Gears of War came out. And Did people, it? And people like the yelling in that game too. The first God of War? Yeah. It came out quite a bit before Gears of War. Gears of War, I think. Maybe you're thinking of God of War 2. Yeah. Yeah. God was... of War was 2005. And God of War 2 was 2007? I don't know. I mean, it was late PS2. Yeah. Yeah. But either way. It's hard to say it's hard to say late PS2 when PS2 games were still coming out like a year or two ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So what is late but... PS2? 2015. Mm. <laughs> Madden NFL 16. Uh, we, we, I, I'm so happy that like we're still like this week we're getting game announcements for Vita, you know? Like, that's awesome. P- that, PSP games as of like a few months ago, like it's that's is that, cool. is that is that is that awesome just in general or awesome for you? It's awesome for me and for people that want to go buy this console. Yeah. It, I, I I love getting into a console after it's like quote unquote dead. Because then you just buy a shit ton of games, dirt cheap. Yeah. You know? Unless, of course, you're thinking of something like Dreamcast, where, sure, it's dead, but you look for games, and yeah, you'll find all the good ones for jacked-up prices, of course. Yep. Yeah, all five of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, do, what, do you, what do you got? You got Virtua Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Shenmue. Dude, all the Capcom fighters? I mean, that yeah, alone is more than five. The the apparent best version of Resident Evil Two, nah, nah. Yeah, look, I was actually watching a uh, playthrough of Resident Evil Two. It was a Leon B playthrough. Yeah, and uh, did not know that you could play as Ada Wong in that. Really, I yep. didn't know that either. I sure can. Yeah, but I, I never... just for a short period uh, of, of the Leon say, B playthrough. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I remember. I remember. I blazed this like. Four, Fat joint. Five years ago. Yeah, I played <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided to play the whole series again. It was, I think, just before six came out. Jesus Christ. And, well, the uh, first few were like a few hours each. It was you know? surprisingly the first time I'd ever beaten Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And I didn't know there was a second playthrough as Ashley. And uh, I, I just didn't do it. For Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Well, there's Claire, and then there's... Claire, that's it. Yeah. And there's two scenarios for each of them. And the interesting thing is if you play A of this scenario and B of that scenario, like, you'll see things that happened in other scenarios that affect your playthrough right. in, in that scenario. Uh, like, there's a part where if you play as Claire, you have the option to, like, take certain weapons. Right, right, right. But And the game warns you that you should leave them for Chris. And if you take them, they're just gone in your Chris playthrough. But if you leave them, they're yeah. there for your Chris playthrough. I like stuff like that. 
I uh, Chris or when Leon? I, when I, Leon, when I found, sorry, sorry, Leon. When I when I found out that uh, you should play both campaigns for like the full story, I just I, I was like, nope. Just well, went right on to the third one. I think that's my big hang-up on, like, why I haven't played Nier Automata yet. This is, like, you need to play this game three times, you know? Nah. One is good. Was I that... really want to play the first one. I can't find that anywhere. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you have a... Do you have a 360, Corey? Nope. Oh. <laughs> well, if you get yourself a 360, you can just download that game. I am a PlayStation guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I feel like no one played the first Nier. I mean, it, it sold okay. It's one of those it well things to make a that I he- I've only ever heard a couple people talk about it and say it's a good game. Mm. It's supposed it's to have real good music. Mm. One of those games that just fell under the weight of everything else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, depending on when you release your game, it can easily get buried by like other more high-profile releases. Exactly. Uh, that's kind of like... It's like putting. It's like someone that was dumb enough to put out Mad Max on the same day as fucking Metal Gear Solid Five. Why would you? Why would you do that? that? Like who's that? Like like, I feel like that whole meeting was like, all right, so we need to find out. We need to figure out when we're gonna launch this game, you guys. All right, we need to find out. Figure out a day. We're gonna launch this game. And it's gonna sell the best. And then they're and then they say, well, what's we'll out on the say? Well, isn't Metal Gear Solid coming out on that day? Nobody's gonna play that fucking game, man. It's yeah, all about exactly. Mad Max this year, you guys. I think the idea was to like <laughs> Kojima's name is on it. <laughs> yeah, because you, I would assume they wanted to release it with the movie. You know, if they had released it but... with the movie like the same week, yeah, then that would have been perfect. But they like they, that game would have sold really well. And it's not a bad game either. Oh, so no, great. I'm doing it's my. A... We're talking about Resident Evil. I'm doing my first playthrough of The Evil Within. Mm. The game is so fucking spooky. Ryan was talking about <laughs> playing it a few weeks back, and you're like, hey, have you done the Akuma difficulty? Yeah. So I'm talking to him, and I'm only maybe like four chapters in. I think there's like 15 there's chapters or so. Um, but like, so far I'm like, this is a lot of fun, but it's pretty easy. Yeah. And I'm talking to Ryan, and he's like, I'm like, does it get any harder? And he's like, well, I think it'll get a little bit harder. Um so, so what does Akuma difficulty actually do to that game? It it turns all the bad guys into Akumas. <laughs> it, That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what an Akuma is. Oh, unless you mean Akuma from uh, Street Fighter. Yes, that one. Yeah, oh, okay. That guy. They're just throwing like they're just using their dark hado on you. Mm-hmm. Um, Raising me. It, it switches up some enemy placement. Uh, it really um, limits the amount of ammo you find. So sure. you have to make sure every shot, every shot counts. counts. Um, one hit kill from anything, like the single last pixel of an attack animation animation touches you, yeah. you're dead. You accidentally walk into a bear trap, you're dead. Um, that actually sounds kind of cool. To touch yourself on fire, you're dead. I died 400 and some odd times just completing... That game mode? Did you do the grounded difficulty on The Last of Us? No. Okay. By the time I got around to actually, you know, sitting down and platinuming that, I don't think grounded was out. Ah. I had a hard enough time with Survivor. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. But yeah, no, Akumu mode is. It's interesting because there's a couple places where an enemy late game is introduced to you, like, very. 
very early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like yeah, when you might be underpowered to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, here it is, and then you're left with what to do. Like, you really have to look at your environment. Um, you know, this trap that you may uh, walk under and steal the parts from, you may have to bait an enemy over to it. Yeah. Um, there's a bear trap on the ground, you know, bait an enemy to it and then set it on fire while you're baiting like three others to light them all on fire. Yeah. It's, it turned into a very like tactical environment heavy uh, game, but it was, it was so fun because even though one swipe from anything kills you, it's always your fault. It's right. never the game's fault. So it's always, okay, maybe I shouldn't do it this way. I'll try it this way. And it then, sounds satisfying. I don't think I'll is, do it. But it was it was really I mean, there's a couple parts in the game where it is very cheap and I just wanted to throw the PS3 and my controller <laughs> over the window. But it was very satisfying to get past those parts and finish the game and watch that trophy pop. I didn't really like the, a lot of the references to Resident Evil one and four are pretty cool. Mm, like the village at the beginning of the game. Yeah, well, and the, yeah, the first zombie you see in that game, well, zombie monster guy, does, like, the over-the-shoulder turn, like, yeah. from the yeah. first game. Uh, the first uh, journal entry of Sebastian's that you read is the same date as Resident Evil 4. Like, stuff like that. I feel like there's an ideal, like, there's a perfect difficulty for every game. Uh, like, they give you, like, the best experience with that game. Uh and there was a there was a period of time where I was like go like I had this phase I guess where I was like I have to play every game on its hardest difficulty. I remember. Um, and I I did that with The Last of Us, and I feel like grounded difficulty is <coughs> like if you want if you ever go back and play that game again, Corey, like go back through on grounded difficulty. Like it's well, that's why I brought it up because I remember you really liking it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's it's really intense. Uh, and you talk about with scarce ammo. Yeah, like, that's some yeah. fucking shit. So the thing about the thing about grounded difficulty is like it the resources get more scarce, mm -hmm. but also it like rebalances the game too in a way that like uh the you know enemies take like you can take fewer hits from like yeah. from everything, but also like enemies take fewer hits, so it's like more it's like a realism mode or whatever. Right. Uh, it, it it eliminates the HUD, so you never know how much health you have or how much ammo you have. Uh, Ooh, that sounds fun, actually. It's really awesome. You should you should I I, I definitely recommend like at least trying it. Um, maybe not playing the whole game like that, like <laughs> I did, because uh, that was kind of a an experience. But like you should definitely, I think you should try it though. Oh, there's a gold trophy in it though. I might as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's Corey. Do no. it. I want it like I want to hear that you've beaten that game on grounded, and uh, he'll do it in like a few hours. He's probably doing it as we speak, yeah. And like by the yeah. end of the conversation, done. Yeah. And he just like flips the camera around. It's like I'm the already halfway rolling. through. <laughs> um, but that that sounds like a good uh, version of a good hard difficulty where it's fair and makes sense. Yeah. Like, but it's not like, like like evil within it it makes sense it's a good nice fair difficulty and not some ridiculous cheap i just want something in between the yeah. normal evil within and that yeah something midway 
that feels like Resident Evil difficulty is what because, I want. Because, like, the thing about the thing about with Evil Within, like, easy is, like, too easy. Normal is too easy. Yeah. I'm playing, playing on normal. Normal, at least so far. Like I said, I'm only about four chapters in, but well, so far, like, I've yet to die. Right. I've, I've yet to... I've yet to fire a weapon. I think that if you do die, it's probably going to be, like, the result of a trap hitting you or something. Yeah. Um, now, Corey, would you agree with me on this? Like, because Tom asked me, because I haven't finished The Evil Within yet, but mm-hmm. he asked me if it does get harder, and based on my experience with the game, because I feel like I'm pretty far in, uh, I feel like Shinji Mikami was, like, more interested in, like, pacing the story properly than stopping you, so I felt like it does ramp up, but, like, never enough to, like, stop you from regressing. Would you say that's accurate, like, on the default difficulty? Absolutely. There'll be yeah. some parts where you may, like, later later in the game, um, you may have to try again. Yeah. Like, and I'm okay I with that. That's what I would like. You there's, know. without going into much detail, there's a part in chapter 10? 9 or 10, where uh, you're swimming through water, yeah. and if you don't do certain things... Uh, you instantly die. You'll probably die on that part. So I hope so. I just remember, like, we have this friend Eric, and to be fair, Eric kind of hates everything. Uh, he hates new games. But like, when Evil Within came out, I remember him uh, either on Facebook or Twitter talking about that, and he's like, you know, it's it's so cheap, it's so hard. And I'm like, really? It's not that bad. I don't know. I also feel like we Tom and I were talking about this because he was watching me play it a few weeks ago. I feel mm-hmm. like if Sebastian can punch boxes apart the way that he does in that game, oh yeah, then he should just super be able, strength. He should just be able to punch the head off of everything he comes into contact with. Yeah, really. Well, you. How about when you beat it, you if you find it too easy now, just try to play it to at least chapter four in Akumu. I can do that. And and then come back to me and tell me how you, <laughs> how it happened. Okay. Because it may, you'll be going, you'll be fine, and then that first village. Is where it really takes off. Well, and to be fair, I, I start a lot of games and don't finish them, so we'll see if I, if I even beat it. But yeah, I think I feel it's, like I'd like to see that through with you because I haven't beaten the game, so I'd like us to. Yeah, it's beat an the game. it's it's an experience. It's definitely one of the few horror games of today that I would say you have to see through. Yeah, well, it's Mikami, right? And one that well, like exactly. Bethesda offered it up so cheap last week or the week before, whenever I bought it. Uh, I mean, it was like. That or a pack of cigarettes, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, with the Evil Within 2 coming out, like, well, it'd be cool to play that. So, yeah. you know. Uh, it, makes me, it, it makes me sad to live here because there's so many games coming out, but I can't afford to drop $90. Yeah. Just $90? For, is that, yeah. that for retail in Canada? Oh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. See, if, okay, to be fair, if you buy the digital version, it's $80. But if you buy the uh, physical, which so here, digital sell. and physical are same price, inexplicably. If this is dumb. Our, <laughs> our our taxes are like general sales tax. Oh yeah, because you guys are importing the physical stuff. Bumps it up for to ninety dollars if you get. Well, physical. that's how they pay for your health care, Corey. Yeah, exactly. That's how you guys get <laughs> free doctors. It's, it's a fair trade-off. Video games. <laughs> Their entire economy is funded by the sales tax from video games. That's pretty rad. Uh, I don't know. I really want to... Uh, I feel like there's a lot of games that I I kind of pass by. Because like Tom's been t- trying to get me to play The Order 1886. Very uh, good game. 
Underrated. Very. Uh, that game's like what five, six hours long. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, about I, six hours. Yeah, I completed it in about five and a half, six hours. And as with most of the Sony first-party catalog, like standard price in the U.S. for The Order or The Last of Us or like any of those games now is like twenty bucks when yeah. there's no sale. I got that know? game on sale for five bucks, and yeah. I still haven't played it. It's it is definitely worth five bucks. Yeah, I I got it for I think ten, and I mean when you play it, you can see how people could get upset that no. It was what it was for $60. Look, it's linear, and people p- people hated it for that, but, like, linear doesn't mean bad. The evil within no, is linear as all hell, you Absolutely know? not. Like, I love myself a good linear game. Yeah. Uncharted's pretty linear. Well, I think that a lot of the outrage came out around the length of the game, and then, like, yeah. which makes me think, like, so does a long game make it more valuable? No. Right. So, isn't it, like, yeah, and also just sell your game for what you think it's worth, dude. That's what I think, you know. And I think a short game can be more valuable than a really long game. Look for a it, game to look as good as the order looks, and it looks beautiful. Costs a yeah, lot of money. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Like I was yeah. baffled by how good it looked. Yeah, yeah. Tom, did you get around? You never got around to finishing Hellblade, did you? Hellblade, no. Uh-uh. Uh, really want you to finish that game. Uh, I mean, I will. It's fucking short as hell. You yeah. know. But... I just, I worry that if you don't if you don't finish Hellblade, then you're never gonna get if then if you can't finish Hellblade, you can't you're not gonna get around to finishing the Evil Within. I'll finish Hellblade for sure. Okay. Well, least Hellblade I've heard is only like six hours. Yeah, it's about six hours. Whereas yeah. Evil Within can take you about fifteen hours. Yeah. Yeah. In the long run. Um, I've I want as many people as possible to play that game. Um, because I honestly, for me personally, it's probably the most important game that I've played this console generation. Well, it's funny, because, like, you weren't excited about it at all. No, because I didn't, I didn't feel like I knew enough about it to be excited about it. Yeah. Um, I knew that it looked pretty, but that's not enough to excite me about a game, you know? Yeah. Um, but actually playing it and that story, it was just, like, there's a lot of stuff in that game that kind of, like, hit home, so I was just like, yeah... I like this game. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's a really important game. I think the story is really great. And um, I don't know why people uh, liken it to games like uh, Firewatch or, or like, or put it, like, lump it into that same genre as those games because it's really not. But, you know, it, I think everybody should play it, though. Yeah. I mean, considering there's combat and puzzles, you can't really considering, consider it a walking sim. Right. Yeah. As, well,. I mean, there's Wild. not a lot of combat, but what's there is fun. I was about to say, yeah, but there's there's still some. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could classify it as say an action game. I just like we talked about this before. I think people expect at this point a certain thing from Ninja Theory, yeah, and that's not <laughs> what Hellblade is. Yeah. So, yeah. well, like I can I I see where the expectations are coming from because you know, Enslaved, you know, DMC, Heavenly Sword. Those were all, like, very action-heavy. Yeah. Those were all very, like, fast-paced games. But at the same time, like, I don't think that it's necessarily justified for you to audit, to, you know... Because I think that a lot of it was... A lot of the criticisms I've heard of the game are because that that game wasn't those things. Yeah. But the criticisms are so few and far between, right? Like... Critically, it's done amazing. Yeah. Sales-wise, it's done amazing. Yeah. So yeah. there, there really is no problem. I, I, I like, I like that they were able to show that kind of range, though. 
Yeah. You know, I like that they're able to like, yeah, we make we make action games. We can also make other kinds of games that like are also very good. Sure. So, um, we would really like a DMC part two though, but we're not, not gonna, gonna not gonna happen. But I really want it. I liked. I like. You'll that see game. Devil May Cry five first. I was about to say there is a DMC part two. It's Devil May Cry two. Uh, <laughs> uh, that game, first of all, is garbage. Uh, DMC, like Corey, do you remember right before? Well, not. I guess a little bit before DMC came out. And everybody was really upset about the way that they made Dante look and the like the general tone of that like the general tonal change of that game. Yes. Uh people just absolutely hated the fact that he's like a younger emo esque Dante yep. and not the they wanted the, they wanted badass that he's back. known for. Well, see, the mop drops on his head, and he says, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought that was, when I was playing through that game, when I got to that part, see, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think DMC is a great game. I think that the combat in that game is better than the other ones, but, I mean, maybe, I'm, now, maybe I don't know anything about video games. Now, I'm not entirely, I don't remember the reaction of people around the time I uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry 4 came out where you played as the other character whose name I can't Nero. remember. I was going to say Neo, but I felt <laughs> like that was wrong. Um, but I don't remember the general reaction to that being bad, considering he still yeah. played as Dante throughout the game. and yeah. it, it was still very fast-paced and very much Devil May Cry. But Now that I think about it, I don't remember. I can't. Like for the life of me, I can't remember the critical reception of that game. Well, I'll tell you know, you know the interesting thing. I don't really care for Devil May Cry. Yeah, but I like DMT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's a. I think it's a really great game. I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping that they make another one, just so that I can continue those adventures, just so I can you know get more Dante. And just so Corey uh, can get more trophies. Look, there's plenty of Dante for you. I that Clerks? was one of the few. No, games not Clerk. That, oh. The DMC uh, remake. I, that was one of the few games I didn't bother trophy hunting for. I couldn't be bothered to do six playthroughs of the game. Oh God, no! Yeah. I was like, I was. I started my second playthrough getting collectibles, and I just. Sat there with the game paused and went crying. Nah, <laughs> I've been I broken. Mean, if if they do make a second one, that would be nice because they they did really good level design and the boss fights were really fun. They were in in the remake, but I mean, I considering I never played any of the originals other than four. I wasn't really one of those people who were upset with the game. Well, you know what's interesting is, like, since DMC, Capcom continues to put Dante in other games, like many other games, and it's always the original Dante. It's not the new one. Yeah. And I think that's very telling. Yeah. You know? Uh, How about another Beautiful Joe? Want another one of those? Anybody want another Beautiful Joe? It's all right. It's all right. Nah, you're, you're good I'd on take that? It. I'd play it. <laughs> I'd play it on the Beautiful Joe. Those games were fun. They put Dante in the PS2 one. Did they? Yeah, the, that was one of the selling points on the box. Uh, what? Like, featuring Capcom's Devil May Cry. Was he all chibi-looking? Uh, Dante. Uh, yeah, kind of. He's yeah. kind of like... 
to match yeah. like the aesthetic of that game. So didn't they make a beautiful Joe like the last one they made? Wasn't it just a fighter? I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, Red Hot Rumble. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that was just a I, fighter. I remember playing the second one back in the GameCube days. I I couldn't get into it. See, when when they put Beautiful Joe in DMs, uh, not DMC, in MVC three, <laughs> I thought that was going to be like, oh, maybe we'll get another Beautiful Joe soon. Yeah, dude, they just they just reach into their catalog for characters to use. Yeah. I was about to say they just love doing that. Yeah, but like. If you look at Dante, like between Project Cross Zone and Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and now 4 and the upcoming Puzzle Fighter, and like they keep putting him in fucking everything. Yeah. And they keep putting the old Dante, not not the, the newer one. So they just like to pretend he didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know why he's the cooler one. Um I want I I I don't know. I I thought about this. I want to I thought about platinuming uh Mad Max. Because I really like that game, uh, but I don't know. It's just there's a lot of stuff in that game that I don't feel the confident that I can do. So it when I had first played the game, I uh, I had started up and I was visiting family, <clears throat> and when I'm visiting family, just something happens and I can't play games. I was just with family for like three days and i started alienation fallout 4 Alienation's a good one. Oh, it's in my opinion best housemark game no way dude uh -oh. you played next machina <laughs> did you play next machina not, Corey? not yet that game is badass i i haven't played matterfall or next machina is but, matterfall out yeah it's out yeah wow yeah. but all the other ones like i've played every other housemark game and alienation by far the best but Anyway, uh, I started Mad Max when I was visiting family, and it just something in it. I just didn't feel like it was right. It wasn't scratching the itch I had. What was the itch you had, Corey? I, I don't know. Open world <laughs> action game. I think Mad yeah. Max would be fun if there was more guns. I understand why there's not. Like, contextually, I understand why there's not. Mm -hmm. But, like... Hand-to-hand -hand combat in Mad Max is hand-to-hand -hand combat in Arkham is hand-to-hand -hand combat yeah, in whatever Batman else, you know. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, when I got home, I played, I started up again, and I didn't drop it for, well, since it was, until it was done. Like, I got into it, it scratched every itch, it had the, you know, tick-off-the-box yeah. kind of game play um it was, it was great i've started and stopped that game twice now i'm just like i'm never gonna play that I'm just not why but, i don't know there's just other games that i would rather put my time into mm. and my time is limited you know sure so your time is about to be limited real soon Corey. <laughs> that's right you nah. that with that baby nah well It'll hopefully be... the baby really It'll... likes the sound of trophies popping yeah maybe It'll... that's the only thing that will consume yeah. it is the I was sound about of trophies say... popping I was about to say it'll go to sleep when a trophy pops. <laughs> you don't understand how to get one every two hours <laughs> to make it fall asleep. Uh, do you know? Do you know if you're having a boy or a girl? Uh, we found out it's a boy. Nice. You got a name picked out yet? Isaac. Isaac, like Isaac Clark. Yeah. Rad. Are you Are you fucking with me? No. Rad. <laughs> Isaac. Pretty much because of Isaac Clark. Maybe. He is 
he is one of my favorite game protagonists. Dead Space is pretty good. One of my like is up there for one of my favorite gaming franchises alongside, you know, Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. Oh shit. Hey Corey. So actually I haven't talked to Ryan about this yet either. Uh, for Halloween, for the month of October, I'm thinking about putting up a Let's Play for a horror game every day of the month. Okay. Ooh. And that's a tall order. Tall order. And I started yeah, looking through that's... my horror games on Steam, and I've got, like, maybe 18 of them. But not enough, you know? So you need 31. Well, what, what I was thinking is, hey, Corey, send us some gameplay of horror games to throw up on our channel for Halloween. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You'll do it. For some reason, this just started messing up. Oh. Uh, it's Okay. What I was saying is we the need... audio. On... Can you hear the us? The audio on my yeah, the audio on my end just got very like jumpy, and I couldn't hear anything. Well, that's Canada, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we may all... have good healthcare, but we don't have good internet. Uh, horror games, Corey. Right. Send us your gameplay of horror games to throw up on our channel for Halloween. Ooh, I'll have to play some horror games. Yeah, just one or two. You know, uh, one of the one of the observations that one I, horror game every day. One of the observations that I had made of myself over the past year or so is, for some reason, inexplicably, after I entered my thirties, I became somewhat of a coward, and I don't know where it came from. Okay, well, I shouldn't say horror game. Uh, Halloween themed game. No, no, no. What I'm saying you'll play Costume Quest. What I'm saying is, I was about to say Costume Quest. What I'm saying <laughs> is, I beat the first Dead Space when I was twenty five, twenty six. Right. Right. Then we went back and played. We went. We played it like with like within the last couple months, and that game was scaring the shit out of me. I remember. It didn't scare me at all the first time I played it, but this time it scared the shit out of me. I just last Halloween, I decided to do a run of the Dead Space series, and even though I've played each of those games at least ten times. Mm -hmm. I was still like really scared, so I understand what you mean. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, even I'm the opposite. Even like I, I know in Dead Space One when this guy is going to jump up, and but, Ryan knows that too. Nothing scares, still scares him. Nothing scares you though, Tom. And Dead Space scared me the first time I played also, it. Also, also, I liken that experience to watching a toaster. I know the toaster is going <laughs> to pop up at some point, but when it does, it still scares the shit out of me, right? Or see, when you're when you're twisting the 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 biscuits tube, you know it's going to make that pop. Yeah. When it does, it still scares you. Yeah. Also, Corey, did you like Dead Space 3? Loved it. Me too. Thank you. Wow, Finally. really? Yeah. See, I mean, I haven't played it, but... Did you, did you ever play the DLC? No. It It's one of the few DLCs I actually bought, because I don't really buy DLC. Yeah, fuck that. But it was, it was, it was Dead Space. I had to. Yeah. And they set it up for Dead Space 4. Damn it. Now I'm and definitely then, not going to play it. Of course, after Dead Space 3, they started doing uh, Battlefield Hardline. Yeah, Battlefield Bad Boys. Playing. I, To be fair, I love that game. I thought it was so I fun. love Hardline too, yeah. Um, now they're doing Star Wars with Amy Hennig directing it yeah and i'll take just, that over dead space nah. just a couple months the creator of dead space left visceral so hold on hold now, on now nah. you'll take dead space 4 over a amy hennig star wars game you're crazy i mean i'm not saying i'll take it over it not I you him mean, this one <laughs> basically okay. whatever tom disagrees with me i'm crazy but i like dead space a lot i like isaac yeah they 
I just I'm worried about where the the series is now. Oh, seeing that I don't think that I don't creator, think we're gonna see another one for a long time. The Reboot. creator's gone. Yeah, maybe Who knows what they're gonna be doing after um, Star Wars. Yeah. You know, let Amy Hennig write Dead Space Four. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, well, they're probably not gonna do Dante's Inferno anytime soon. So. Did you play that, Corey? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, that game was really that game was really cool. I liked it a lot. I, and you get to see I, Dante's pee pee at the end. I played it so. when I was sixteen. Yeah. With a buddy, and oh, when really. we got to the fight with the against whoever it was with the, nips? the dead baby, the dead baby shooting out of her nipples. Yeah. Yeah. We lost it. It was probably one of the funniest boss fights <laughs> I've ever done in a game. I was losing it. Tom, could you imagine if if games like Dante's Inferno were out when we were sixteen? God, what were we playing when we were sixteen? Dreamcast. No. Yes. Yeah, probably like Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, PS2. Actually, PS2 had just come out that year. I just remember when uh, GTA 3 came out, and the world was amazed. Yeah, because why wouldn't they be? Yeah. That was a that was a landmark. Uh, I played. I was playing moment. GTA three when I was seven, and I couldn't believe it. Could you imagine <laughs> if GTA three was out when we were seven? Oh, we were playing when we were I've... seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was playing Codename Viper. There was a lot of Street Fighter. There was Street Fighter two was a big thing when we were like when we were seven. After coming off of you know NES and sinking a ton of time into Super Nintendo, yeah, and then PlayStation one, and then I remember seeing my cousin had Grand Theft Auto three, and I was just odd yeah and then i would go back to my house and play super mario world again for like the 50th time to feel like there's nothing wrong with that i got i gotta get back into my comfort zone to be fair my mom would have never (laughs) let me play grand theft auto 3 at seven years old though there's no way i wasn't even allowed to play i wasn't allowed to play street fighter uh i wasn't allowed to play mortal kombat dork shut up (laughs) (laughs) i remember when i was seven i had found a copy of Turok 3 at a local store. Yes. Still in the box. Is that for, the one about uh, his kids? They're yeah. not his kids, but they are related to him. Okay. Yeah. But uh, for $10, and I had played Turok 1 and 2, so I wanted it so bad, and I begged my mom, like, please, let me, get this. please let me get this. And she said, okay. Got home. Ran up into my room, popped it on my 64. Yeah. I, up until that point, I was never scared by a game as much as I was by that game. <laughs> I, I never finished it as a kid, even just going through the first level when you're going into the basement of the uh, one building and hopping on the elevator. I was horrified. I'm really hoping that, uh, God, what is the company? Night Dive. Night Dive brought back Turok 1 and 2 for PC. I'm really hoping they do 3. Oh, yeah, the, the remasters. Yeah. I'd love to see that. They're good. I mean, they still look like old games, but, like, the fog in the first one is not as bad, you know. Yeah. It's really pretty oh. much the same. Yeah. wonder what ever happened to Acclaim. Oh, uh, I don't Other know. Other than the fact that they closed down. <laughs> I get, I or Iguana, for that matter. It's weird, because, like, Acclaim had, like, they... They had they had some uh, successful franchises under their belts. They yeah, had, they, they had Turok. They had NBA Jam. They did the home versions of they, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, for a while. They, 
they had Turok up until the third one. Did you ever play Rage Wars? Rage Wars, Rage Wars was great. badass. Love that uh, game. I like being Turok, Triceratops Man. Turok Evolution? Garbage. I don't think I played that one. Evolution was one on GameCube. Then yes. they did the 361. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one that did, was like produced by Disney. Did, did Acclaim do just the Turok reboot? I don't remember them. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I will say this. The Acclaim and Iguana's names are both in the Night Dive Studios re-releases. Huh. Uh, so they're still credited there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have any bad memories with Acclaim, though. Uh, the only thing I know Iguana from is NBA Jam and Turok, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know them from, for anything else. Um, I guess Mortal Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat was Acclaim, but... Uh, and uh, Killer Instinct. Um... That's funny that you sh- that you should mention that because Tom, you were just talking about getting into killer, in- like the new Killer Instinct. I'm thinking about it, um, and I I had a brief stint like last year where I was playing it quite a bit, to the point where I was like considering buying a fight stick specifically for that game. Yeah, uh, I would like to jump back into it though and get really good with that battle. I think that Killer Instinct is not going to happen because there's too many good fighting games this year. Hmm. You know, Dragon Ball Fighter Fighter Z is coming out. Uh, What's that other one you want to really want to get? Into? Blade Strangers, yeah, that one looks yeah. really awesome. Um, Arc Systems Works is doing that uh, Blaze Boot Blue Persona crossover thing. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming out. Corey, you got any fighting game platinums? Do the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games count? That's a sure. fighting game. I uh, sports games and fighting games are just. A red zone, a red zone of nope for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, how do you feel about multiplayer trophies? I hate them. Uh, it depends. Now, something like Resistance Two had some bad multiplayer trophies. Well, I just feel like every multiplayer like, trophy relies on you being like the worst person on your team just to get that trophy. Like, or the getting best person t- on the internet. Yeah, get getting ten thousand online kills in Resistance too. Yeah, me and me and a buddy decided one time to just sit down and do that for a week. Just like shoot and, at each other in split screen. No, no, we played against other people and got ten thousand kills, and it took forever. And we were so excited when we got it. That seems like something you spread out over like a year, though, not something and... that you do in an afternoon. I just feel like like don't make trophies. That will eventually be impossible to get. Like a lot of yeah, these online-related like, trophies, yeah. you just can't like, get anymore. Yeah, like Resistance Two is shut down. Right. Um, yeah. There's a game Dead Star that was released. Oh yeah. Um, May March of 2016 yeah, when it was first released. They already shut it down. Yeah, it's already shut down. So the game's not very good ga- anyway. Games like that, or even some games where it it wants you to reach max level. In multiplayer, yeah. it eventually the servers die. It's not yeah. going to be possible. And then there's things like Uncharted Four, where it's win five matches, play the tutorials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do that. That not forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Di- dip your toes in the water, see how you like it, and then you know if you want to keep playing it. Sure. If not, here's your consolation prize. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no idea how long we've been talking, by the way. Been, we typically have a timer about, going. It's been about an hour. But I, I feel like when say, we talk to Corey, time just flies, you know? I was about to say, it's been about an hour, because my time here on the chat says an hour and three minutes. Easy. 
lot cooler than Shanae. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Shanae. <laughs> she won't hear me say that. She doesn't, yeah, watch, she this doesn't watch this, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she won't even listen when she's not here. Yeah. What, uh, Tom, do you want to plug something? Yeah, I've actually been waiting for a while to do this. Uh, the DC Comics version of the Flintstones is something that everybody should read, whether you like the Flintstones or not. It's fucking awesome. It touches on so many modern topics, uh, gay marriage, marriage in general, mm -hmm. science, religion, and it's just, it's an awesome, awesome book. Yeah, and they have cellular phones. That's true. So huh. read it. Yeah. The Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. You said it's DC. It's DC. Yeah. Yeah. They did like this Hanna Barbera run. Some of them are still going on where they do like they did Johnny Quest, Scooby Doo, The Flintstones, like a bunch of that stuff. Most of those properties I don't care about, but I like The Flintstones, so I decided to pick it up, and it's yeah. it's surprisingly awesome. Right on. That's yeah. that's because it's The Flintstones. Yeah. Who doesn't like The Flintstones? That's true. But I actually have never met somebody who says I don't like the Flintstones. Yeah, I've never met anybody who said that. I mean, maybe some people Alec don't Baldwin. like live-action movies. Well, that first one was pretty good. I don't know about Viva Rock Vegas, but yeah, you should watch that one. Yeah, yeah it's got John Goodman does a really good job at playing. Yeah, well, also there's there's Concretia, which you know that's that's hilarious <laughs> to me. Yeah. Like twenty five years later, still laughing at that joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> well, anyway, Corey, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for uh, yes. taking the time to talk to us today. Really it's appreciate been a it. Pleasure to be on. Um, you know, just uh, hit us up anytime. We'd be glad to have you again. Well, and, and we have a go to now for when Sinead decides not to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She she actively decided not to be here because she was like, "Fuck Ryan, fuck Tom." Fuck everything. I'm going to Coachella or wherever the fuck she went. <laughs> I don't think she went to Coachella. I don't know yeah. where she goes when she leaves. She's posted some pictures at some museum. Like a banana festival or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but again, Corey, thanks so much. And thank you guys at home for listening to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. This is Tom Shelby. Bye-bye. Say bye, Corey. Say bye, Corey. See ya. Okay, bye. bye. Later. <laughs>